Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 309. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. What we're going to have here is a blogcast that is slightly out of order of the blog. Usually they sort of follow one another. They go in the same order. But today... We're going to do one that's kind of out of order just because we have a, a song issue. <laughs> the, the blog before this one, the one I'm currently skipping, uh, has a, I've got a song planned for it, but I am hoping to en- enlist a, a colleague, a collaborator, and it's just not the week for that business. So we're going to skip ahead to this next blog, which is called The Ship is Turning. And uh, it's, it follows on the heels of some, some positive events, some, some nice turnarounds, some good news. Um, that doesn't happen every day here on the blog, does it? No, it doesn't. So it's a nice change of pace, maybe. Uh, so I'm going to tell you all about it. Here it is. It is called... The ship is turning. There was a week when a lot of good things happened at once. It felt so strange, and I realized that I had grown very used to things going either badly or just sort of going. It felt like I'd been on a giant ship, and it had, for years, been headed toward desolation. I'm not sure I was fully aware I was on a ship headed toward desolation. If you'd asked me, are you on a big ship? I'm not sure I'd have said yes. It's a metaphor I was not conscious of at all until it started to shift. Now, the ship becomes visible to me as it is starting to turn. It's a big ship, so it can't turn quickly. I can still see the shores of desolation off in the distance, but The ship is turning. It is turning slowly and hopefully surely. I'm not sure when I got on this big ship. It could have been when I went to grad school, which took an enormous amount of wind out of my sails. It could have been when I realized I'd have to leave London and gave up a series of hopes and dreams. Or maybe I just found myself on board one day after one too many rejections and disappointments. All I know is, I am glad this boat is turning around. I wonder, too, if this ship's route is related to the U-curve. Apparently, most people's life satisfaction takes a major dip in their mid-40s, but it starts to head back up at a certain point, which is why it's called a U-curve. You hit the cul-de-sac of the U, and then things start to get better. Maybe the ship's sailing plan is a U-curve. It dips down close to the shores of desolation, makes you think you are definitely ending up there no matter how many dance parties you have on board. And then, at the last moment, the ship starts to turn. The thing about being a struggling artist for this long is that it starts to feel like you have a stink on you. It can feel like everyone sees that your ship is headed to the shores of desolation, and most people prefer to look away. Everyone loves a winner, and everyone wonders what's wrong with the ones that aren't actively winning. That is, it's fine to choose to be an artist, 
as long as you can show everyone that you are actively winning. Stop winning for a bit, and folks are going to start asking why you keep doing this. The wins don't have to be big to keep your sales billowing, but they do have to be recognizable to the average person as a win. That is, I could write a book, but until that book is published and in stores, the accomplishment does not register to most people. It can feel like you're carrying that book on a big ship headed to the shores of desolation where you might as well throw it into the sea and watch the pages scatter through the waves. Get someone to agree to publish it, though. That ship starts to turn around. No one's publishing my books, by the way. My ship would probably be turning around a lot faster if that were the case. Most people won't read or listen to your book until it's published and reviewed and vetted by all the major news outlets. They won't go see your play until it's on Broadway. They won't listen to your albums until they're on the radio. They won't buy your paintings until they're on sale at the biennial. I don't know why people need their art to be approved of by the mainstream, but apparently they do. I guess what I'm saying is, there's a U-curve for artistic work, too, and it probably magnifies the U-curves of age. The relentlessness of indifference, of failing to make an artistic mark in a way regular people recognize, of just pushing forward with so little encouragement can make a pretty brutal U-curve for artists. I know too many who didn't make it up the other side. They saw where that ship was headed, and they couldn't imagine it would ever turn around. Frankly, I didn't have any reason to believe mine would turn around either. I just figured I'd dance on deck until we hit the shore. But this ship is turning. It's going slow. It's creaking. It'll take some time and effort, and it's probably going to displace a lot of water. But it is turning. You probably won't believe this, but I used to be an incredibly optimistic person. <laughs> not, not anymore, but I used to be. I really was. And it'd be long before this blog was started, long before this podcast was started, uh, long before there was such a place on the internet as songs for the struggling artist. But it, it, I, I, it would be nice to have the ship turn all the way around to that previous self where I'm just, you know, brimming with optimism. I don't think that's too likely, but I just think it's interesting that the listeners to this podcast never, never knew that Emily, that extremely positive, optimistic Emily. I mean, some of you did because you, you've known me for ages, but, uh, but not a lot, like people who have just gotten to, you know, listen to the podcast or read the blog, that, that is not a, a self they are familiar with. That's, uh, that's interesting. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe this ship turning around is going to really change everything here on the blogcast. I mean, that would be kind of cool, actually. Um, but we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what, where, the, where is this ship going? Sometimes metaphors are funny. Uh, but it, it, it did feel like a very 
palpable, like tactile kind of mm, image. Like, like I was really feeling the like <laughs> quality of the ship. I'm sure it's much louder than that. Um, but that sort of like, like ships take a long time to turn. Um, and they're not quiet about it. I'm pretty sure. So anyway, we, we, we shall see. Uh, yeah. So what's fu- also funny is in trying to find a song for this particular post, I realized that I, I suppose I, I like metaphors of that feature boats and the sea and ocean quite a bit because I have already done all of the songs that I thought of. And one of them I was like, oh, actually, I know. Why don't I do uh, Jamie Cullum's All at Sea? That'd be perfect. And then, like, I started to, like, pull it. And I was like, wait, this is familiar. I think I have done this before. And, in fact, I had done it before (laughs) a couple years ago. So, um, yeah, so I had to, like, dig down deep into the the well of songs about boats and water. And I'm not sure this is the most perfect song for this blog, but there is something kind of upbeat about it. And it is about a a change and also the water. (laughs) Boats on the water. So uh, it's going to be Southern Cross, by the way. And I learned it super fast. Uh, Let's just... Yes, super fast, super, super duper fast, because I was all ready to go with the other song. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, let me just quickly learn Southern Cross. So, um, yeah, it was fun, though. It's it's real fun. Uh, But it it is fast, real fast. So in a moment, I'm going to play that for you. Meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you like the blogcast, please tell someone about it. Share it on the social medias. Like, subscribe, write reviews in the various podcast apps. Uh, I think there's like a couple new podcast like reviewing kind of places. I think a lot of people are gathering on good pods, maybe, if that's your thing. I don't know. You know we'll see. But, um, yeah, if you, if you want to give it a little boost, f- stars are excellent and reviews are helpful so and if you'd like to support it with your dollars that would be amazing patreon.com slash emily r davis is the you know primo uh, support area there's also ko-fi there's paypal all those links are in the show notes and thank you for listening so it's kind of funny i did get together last week and this week we're doing southern cross <laughs> it's a uh, I don't know if it's a theme, really. It's just sort of a, a, a moment, a genre. Maybe maybe that's a moment that we're revisiting somehow. Or just I happened to choose those particular songs. Wasn't going to be this way, but here we go. Anyway, uh, enjoy Southern Cross. Um, I don't think I have anything to say about it. Except for, you know, I, I felt a sort of permission to be free with it a bit but also I just learned it today basically so (laughs) I'm playing it with a capo so I'm about three steps up from from where they sing it I'm pretty sure and 
Yeah. I think that's all. It's on, I'm on guitar, and uh, here it is, Southern Cross. Got out of town on a boat for the Southern Islands, sailing Hayridge before a following sea. She was making for the trades on the outside and the downhill run to Papate Bay. Off this wind, on this heading, lie the Marquesas. We got 80 feet of the waterline, nicely making waves. In a noisy bar in Avalon, I tried to call you. On a midnight watch, I realized why twice you ran away. Think about, think about how many times I have fallen. Spirits are using me, larger voices calling. What heaven brought you and me cannot be forgotten. In 
Southern Cross